This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Cracking the code on how you can optimize, personalize, and monetize your app marketing and mobile growth efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence, hosted by Peggy Ann Saltz. Peggy, a top 30 mobile marketing influencer, nine-time author, and content strategist, brings you her pick of tech, trends, guests, and cool stuff to help you drive growth and create deep connections with your customers. Now, prepare to get motivated and activated with our host. Hey, hello, and welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove, where I plan, produce, and promote content that allows my clients to reach performance goals and scale growth. Growth, of course, is a top topic we cover here at Mobile Presence. You know, we have growth marketers, we have mobile heroes, we have the works. And today, I'm really pleased. I don't even have to really, I think, introduce you, Shaman, but we have a veteran growth marketer, and um, someone who's going to share some thoughts around creatives, how you can use them, what you need to watch, where you see potential, where you just maybe avoid it altogether, and lots of other very cool topics. So I won't delay us any longer. I would want to welcome Shamant Rao. He is founder and CEO of Rocketship HQ. Shamant, welcome to Mobile Presence. Thank you for having me, Peggy. Uh, always a pleasure to be on your shows and to talk to you. And absolutely because you also been there, done that. I mean, we're saying founder and CEO of Rocketship, but that is your newest gig. Um, that's mm -hmm. you as a consultant and an expert in the industry. But um, for our listeners who might not know about you, um, tell me a little bit about, you know, your past experience and what you're bringing to Rocketship. Yep. Uh, I've worked in growth and marketing even before it was called growth and marketing. <laughs> uh, so like 10 years, since for the last 10 years, uh, I've worked with gaming companies leading up to three acquisitions. Uh, yeah, so I've seen performance marketing since the banner ads and since there was just search ads around till today. And now, of course, performance marketing is art and science, um, mm -hmm. where a lot of people are making a lot of money or losing it if they're not doing it quite right. We talked about creatives at the top of the show. And of course, that's what I'm hearing is what really cuts it out there. You know, creatives seem to be 
the source of the creative, well, the competitive edge. You can do a lot with mm-hmm. data, do a lot mm-hmm. with analytics. Um, mm-hmm. Creatives, quite a jungle out there. I mean, first of all, would you say to our listeners, you know, if you weren't concerned with your creatives before, how much more focused should they be this year? I think creatives have become significantly more important this year. Uh, and this is simply because the machines have taken over the vast part. Uh, you know, this is because the machines have taken over a huge part of the, uh, the marketing uh, infrastructure over the last couple of years. So you could get by without explicitly doing your targeting. You could go get by without explicitly taking care of your bidding even, right? Uh, which mm-hmm. leaves creators as a primary source of competitive advantage in a world where there's Facebook's AEO, there's uh, Google UAC, uh, you know, where the machines are doing more and more of the performance-based uh, marketing. Makes sense too, because I mean, it is, it's machine learning, it's AI, it's great at the drudge work of crunching the numbers of, uh, you know, you know, you don't want to set up all your bids manually. You've never, never get anything else done. Um, yeah. I think that's, that's really it. You know, let each do what they're best at and um, mm-hmm. marketers currently great at, uh, at creatives because it's also understanding your audience, understanding, you know, what resonates with people. A big jungle out there of, uh, of creatives. I mean, what are the ones that you're calling out as the ones that maybe are, more interesting or worth more effort to explore this year than maybe last? Yeah, I think the two big directions that are going to be very, very exciting in 2019, uh, you know, videos have been growing and burgeoning over the last couple of years, but something that I've seen starting to emerge this year and late last year has been short form videos. Uh, Mm -hmm. These are what I would call stupid, simple videos, right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's like one screen and a call to action, three seconds and a video. Uh, And this confounded me uh, because there was a time when we made, uh, I I and my team made a relatively elaborate, relatively well thought out video that we thought was going to completely kill it. Uh, We had an elaborate strategy. We had a detailed storyboard elaborate effects, and it completely bombed, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, and uh, which had us go, go back to the drawing board and start to think about what we could be trying. And honestly, I think part of our hand was forced by Snapchat because we were exploring Snapchat as a channel, and Snapchat has a limitation of having 10 seconds as a maximum length of a video, which had us think, all right, what could we do within that constraint? And what if we pushed that constraint to its extreme and made a three-second, four-second video, one single message, one single talking point? And once we started testing that, we started seeing that those videos began blowing it out of the water. And I think that's a direction that I've started seeing a lot of success in. And that's something I'm very, very excited about going forward. I mean, video is it. We're we're just talking about video as a format. We're not even getting into like rewarded video if you're into, yeah. if you have a gaming app. I mean, three seconds, when you think about Snapchat, it's like three seconds is, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Snapchat is a, is a, is a luxury length. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just wondering, 
Have you seen anything that's really effective or exciting in three seconds? Maybe there's an example where we can say, okay, you got to do yeah. it this this quickly, but there is yeah. a playbook to follow. Which which apps or which commercial you know breaks yeah. were you seeing that do it well? Yeah, I wish I could give you an example of something that looks like a flash of genius. Uh, <laughs> Not in three-second video, yeah. Not in in a three-second video, but what I would say has worked incredibly, incredibly well is that first glimpse the user has of the three-second video, the user has to see the key message, Mm -hmm. uh, and the user has to get one single message, not a multitude of messages, not a storyboard, not a storyline, not a narrative, one line in the first second, as soon as they say. That's exactly what drives uh, effectiveness. Uh, yeah, one... So, I, so, I, so I'm, I'm just curious, what would be an effective... I mean, can it be so blunt as to say, yeah. you know, buy my app or buy yeah. this stuff? I mean, how blunt yeah. can you be in three seconds as your call to action? Yeah, you could, you know, it, it, I, I don't think you can be as blunt as saying <laughs> buy my app, uh, yeah. but a very brief value proposition, right? So... App X lets you do ABC. Mm-hmm. Not even ABC. App X lets you do A. Got it. End of message. Right? And if you have four different things that the app can do, don't talk about four different things because you can't do it in three seconds. Pick one of those four things. Say, app lets you do A. End of message, end of three seconds. Okay. So short to the point makes a lot of sense. We talk yeah. about video, but you know, I'm hearing so much about all of the other um, approaches, and we'll, we'll get to those also later on in the show, but video, top of mind, you've given some best practice there. What would you say to um, to the playables? The playables are also really hot, hearing about that a lot. Yeah, yeah. playables have been seeing huge, huge engagement and very dramatic improvements in LTVs. Uh, I think the big challenge with playables remains that they're still relatively hard to produce. Uh, so they tend to be harder to access for advertisers with relatively smaller budgets. Uh, and I see that changing. Uh, I definitely see the barrier to making playables reduce. Uh, you know, yeah, uh, with that said, I think for an advertiser with uh, who is able to roll out playables, there's definitely very you know significant improvements in LTVs in retention and even up yeah and pretty much all downstream metrics. So is there a downside here because you know some of this is available and supported programmatically. Playables, yeah. for example, aren't. Um, part of being a performance marketer is also, you know, getting it right at that level as well. I'm just curious, um, are these still key ad formats, even though you can't buy them programmatically? Yeah. Uh, so I would say this, this is, I mean, playables have been around for over four years. So let's not forget. Uh, and I think what has happened over the last four years is, that they've gradually become more and more accessible to smaller and smaller advertisers. So I I would say it's not yet uh, become as widely accessible as videos, but I think this could very well be the year when 
playables become much, much easier to make. When you say easier to make, it's because we've got our head around. I mean, they've been around for yeah. um, four years, as you yeah, said. They've been, yeah, they've, a, they've been around for years. And, uh, you know, a couple of companies are offering, you, you know, so the cost of making playables has gone down. The ease of making playables, it's a relatively easier to make playables. And while you still couldn't make a playable like by hiring a video designer or an interactive designer very, very easily. Uh, there are companies, I, I mean, we make playables for our clients mm -hmm. where it's not nearly as hard as a couple of years ago because there are uh, so there are solutions that make it much, much more affordable than it used to be even a year ago. So if you could just name drop maybe a, a tool or two that people should know about or of course they're going to come to you anyway because yeah. you, you have rocket ship you'll make the playables for yeah. them but what would yeah. be a tool that they might be able to use yeah so as of now i don't think there are publicly available tools okay uh, there are agencies like us who have tools that are relatively easier to make but as, yeah as far as i know i don't think there is there is a drag and drop kind of tool available in the market right now mm -hmm. so we've looked at of course um, video, we talked about that, yeah. call to action. Yeah. We've got playables, definitely yeah. doable four years on. Um, you can't call out a stroke of genius out there, but is there something that you can note that is maybe a little bit of a blueprint to follow? I mean, should we be, for example, uh, mm -hmm. we always learn performance marketing from the games industry. Maybe we yeah. have to learn our videos from the games industry. Yeah, uh, I certainly, I think uh, there's a quite a bit that we can that even non-gaming advertisers can learn from games mm -hmm. uh, for instance uh, you, you know if you were to make videos or playables for uh, an advertiser that has nothing to do with games you could still have a gaming element for instance you could have like a multiple choice question even if you are an e-commerce client even if you are selling a physical good, you could have some sort of a multiple choice question and that format works really, really well. And I think the broad takeaway is just that eliciting some kind of engagement or response from a user can have enormous, enormous uh, impact on creators. Great point. Well, Shamad, we have to go to break, but we're going to talk more about creatives, more about best practice. So listeners don't go away. We'll be right back after the break. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. You are now tuned in to the world's largest online radio podcast network for internet marketers looking to dominate the B2B marketplace. Webmasterradio.fm. 
WebmasterRadio.fm is home to some of the most respected authorities in all aspects of internet marketing, from SEO to affiliate marketing to social media, e-commerce, mobile marketing, and so much more. Our hosts travel to all stretches of the world and speak to the impact players that are affecting our industry on air, on demand, and available on every mobile device that you can imagine. This is WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And we have today Shamant Rao. He is founder and CEO of Rocketship HQ headquarters. So that's the place to be. Shamant, how did you actually, uh, I wouldn't say pivot, but your move into being a consultant based on your experience as a growth marketer? Is there something you would say about the way we're approaching growth marketing this year that needs to be different as opposed to maybe all the other years? Yeah, I you know my approach to growth marketing as a consultant is very much informed by my own frustrations as a growth marketer when I was in full time roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I found was I had a very good handle on data when I was in full time jobs, but getting the creatives to be very performance focused was always a challenge. Uh, you know, because we were working with outside agencies and sometimes even with internal designers, making sure that creators were very performance focused was a challenge. And I started Rocketship HQ to basically solve this problem because I knew what a pain, it was a pain point for me. Uh, so we operate at the intersection of ad creative and performance marketing. Uh, so we make ad creatives, videos, labels, display, and we also execute campaigns. And because we actually manage both these sides of the uh, of the of the marketing uh, equation we are able to drive tremendous tremendous performance mm-hmm. I mean I'm hearing a lot out there in the industry and at conferences where I'm speaking where people are talking about you know breaking down the creatives into components that we can test individually and sort of get the that the creative should be the the sum total of the parts and we need to test the parts. Are you one of these people who's in that school of thought that the next big thing we need to tackle is what is it about the creative that works? Pinpoint that and then productize it, you know, just just put it on the assembly line and multiply. That's one school of thought. I'd be interested in hearing where you are on that. Yeah, and I think that approach has been gradually evolving and growing over the last couple of years. Uh, you know, for you know, as a quick example, you would look at the very different components of a Facebook ad: the headline, the text, the mm-hmm. image, the call to action, and you know, oh, I, 
even if informally, I think marketers were in used have been accustomed to figuring out what is that combination of elements that works best. Uh, and certainly, I think that's a very structured way of approaching creatives, which certainly we I subscribe to, which my team definitely subscribes to, that ultimately results in very, very effective performance for our creatives. How do you measure that specifically? Because we have performance marketing and there's very specific metrics and, you know, and you yeah. have your North Star metric, you know, if you're a commerce app, you're looking at retail revenue. I mean, there's things you look at. Now you look at the creative and you're like, okay, this, this fly, does it fly yeah. or fail? How do I know? Yeah. And then you can never really toss it because it yeah. may be that the creative concept will be better later on or might fit someplace. So you never really actually throw anything away. How do you measure yeah. success? Yeah, uh, and I wish I could say it's an exact science. <laughs> no, uh, but, but I'd love uh, to hear what yeah, your metric not, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Uh, I think uh, the one way of measuring that I think has come closest to making all of this measurable is Facebook's dynamic creative optimizer. Uh, mm -hmm. So, uh, which does basically what we talked about, which is you upload multiple variants of ads, multiple variants of different elements, headline, text. Uh, you know, call to action, yada, yada. And then after it runs for a couple of days, it gives you the best, you know, each element, uh, each, you, it gives you the performance of each element in terms of CPI, CPA. Uh, so you, you can basically isolate the performance of each element, right? Uh, that's, I think, the close and exact measurement. But this is just uh, use our best judgment, even if it's not... Uh, statistically rigorous, right? So, you know, if we're like, look, if we have images of pizza for a food client and images of pizza with emojis, that's starting to, that, and we see that's consistently performing, we know that's something to double down on. Uh, I, I think a much better example and something I've seen much more recently is just using emojis. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's kind of crazy that I hadn't thought of it for the longest time until I started working with uh, a lifestyle brand targeted at women and um, the marketing manager at my client was like using emojis in all her emails. And I was like, oh my God, I have never thought of using emojis. I should obviously do it. And the moment I did, I was like, oh my God, that makes such a clear, clear, clear difference to performance. Hmm. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Uh, and, and I think the, the point I was making was... Uh, testing the different elements, like, for instance, emojis, sometimes uh, it doesn't have to be statistically rigorous. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes if you are, you know, for, for us, I was like, right, let's test, um, let's run emoji headlines and non-emoji headlines in the same ad set in Facebook. Let's just see what happens. And I think the, differ the difference is very clear and obvious when you do have a winner. Mm -hmm. I mean, you talk about ad formats and of course, you know, we have banner, we have interstitial, we have, so to speak, you know, because we get very, very excited about video as we should, because that is, you know, the biggest revenue generating um, ad format out there and poised to, you know, crush everything. But we still have the other ad formats. And I'm hearing a lot about the, you know, the mileage in these formats. And just one example is I was talking to a, an app marketer and he's like, you know, people shy away from the little banners because they're like, oh, you can't really see this. You can't really do anything with it. But mm -hmm. then if branding is part of the equation, then mm -hmm. you just want to be everywhere. 
you know, mm -hmm. I just want to be everywhere everybody looks, sort of like billboards. They're not that yeah. great, but you do see them and you do remember them and they're you know, top yeah. of mind. So I'd love to hear from you how we should be approaching the old school creatives and using them or, or, or maybe not. Yeah, I think old school creatives absolutely have a place, uh, especially since, as I think you mentioned earlier on, they're still dirt cheap. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, 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 right. So if you look at the CPMs, yeah, uh, they work, right? Uh, so even if they tend not to have the crazy engagement that a playable or a video ad has, in terms of the bang for your buck, they certainly work really well. And uh, our friends, uh, I believe at Liftoff, uh, our friends at Liftoff did put out a report, I think just a couple of days ago, illustrating exactly this, that the banner ads are not dead yet. Mm -hmm. What about for your clients when you have to talk with them? You know, that you're, mm -hmm. you, you obviously do videos and you do playables, yeah. but I would imagine you sort of like do the whole 360 thing where it's like you need this, that, that, um, yeah. support on other channels because, you know, reinforcement is always good. You know, more is always yeah. better. And advertising, if it's done well, it's not like you're being bombarded with it. So what is the mix yeah. that you're telling people to take a look at? Yeah, yeah. Uh Certainly, we want to take a 360-degree view, but I also want try to be very format agnostic mm -hmm. uh, in that, you know, if it works, we know that it does. We start by, of, of course, uh, testing all the usual suspects. Uh, you know, we touched, talked about display video, uh, playable, but also something we also, I also actively encourage testing is messenger ads. And mm -hmm. I think that is a huge opportunity. Uh, with mixed results so far, I will tell you this. I will tell you this. Uh, but then again, it's also not a very saturated channel. Some of my clients have seen incredible, incredible results using Messenger so far. I know that it's always important to be in on a platform in the early days. So as you said, not super mm -hmm. saturated channel. Um, just, just share a little bit because, I mean, this is a platform that mm -hmm. in my talks with um, app marketers, they haven't called out yet as the one where yeah. they are experimenting. So maybe they're behind the curve on this one. What does this platform offer? Why is it, a, why is it important to you to be on it for your clients, yeah. of course? Yeah, uh, I think it's very important to be on Messenger Simply because uh, messaging apps have grown much, much faster than the social apps in just in the last couple of years, you know, with WhatsApp uh, and, of course, the Chinese players and, of course, Facebook Messenger. So that's a macro view, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, at a very tactical level, being on Messenger lets you have one-on-one -on -one conversations with your customers, which which has been very much impossible until this point, unless you used emails. And we all know that email open rates have been on a downward trend for a long time, right? And you compare Messenger with email, you see, I've seen like 60 to 70% open rates, if not higher, compared to far, far lower open rates for emails, much, much higher click-through rates on Messenger compared to email. So A, it's a one-on-one -on -one platform, B, engagement rates are incredibly, incredibly high. And unlike a lot of traditional ads, you get to start a relationship with uh, your customer. So once you get show a messenger ad and the user opts in, you can send this user uh, a message one week later saying, hey, we have a sale on XYZ product, come back to our app, which most traditional ads just cannot do. Uh, 
and I think for all of these reasons, Messenger is a medium that I'm very, very excited about in 2019. Well, we have also more to talk about what's big in 2019. Also, what you're advising your clients over at Rocketship. But right now we have to go to break so listeners don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2019. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website, as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry into the Web Marketing Association's 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. Hey, and we are back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, and we have Shamant Rao, founder, CEO, Rocketship HQ. Shamant, great show. I always enjoy talking with you because you, of course, are out there in the industry. This is what you do um, daily, what I do daily. Uh, you have your own podcast. I'm interviewing you, enjoying it immensely. What about your own show? Who's the, maybe if you could call out a guest or an experience there uh, that you enjoyed immensely? I mean, who was the coolest person you've spoken with recently? Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very And, and don't say it was the- me, although I would be flattered, but... <laughs> Uh Yeah, I'm incredibly fortunate and grateful to have a lot of people I've admired on the show. Uh, Most recently, I had Sean Ellis. Uh, He talked about uh, how he talked about Dropbox's very unconventional referral strategy from 10 years ago. Uh, You know, when referrals weren't a thing, virality was not a thing. And they were like, right, 
if you invite your friend to Dropbox, they get extra space, you get extra space. And we talked about how that originated and the story behind that. That was something I'm, I've, I've been really, really excited about uh, talking about on my show lately. And referral has a big place in there. I mean, we haven't talked about because we're on creatives, but I'm hearing yeah. a lot about people wanting to, uh, you know, hook their attribution platforms up to referrals and really make that into a science where they are, mm -hmm. you know, tracking, making the most of referrals. It makes a lot of sense. Back to mm -hmm. creatives. Um, what about uh, maybe a campaign or example where you yourself were surprised? I mean, you talked about emojis. I would have never thought that yeah. made a difference, but there you go. You know, a smiley yeah. makes yeah. a big difference. Um, what are some other maybe shortcuts to, you know, high growth in creatives? Yeah. Uh, something that was very surprising and yet, and also a huge win for us, for me, was, again, Messenger ads. Uh, this is for a lifestyle brand that I've been working with. We saw that, very conversational flows with Messenger ads got incredible uh, response and performance. Hmm. Uh, by that, what I mean is people would actually think and assume that they were talking to a real human being, right? Hmm. Uh, so when I, when I say conversational flows, this lifestyle brand would ask questions like, hey, are you ready to rock your Saturday? And people would just send us photographs of them smiling and looking great. And they would say, oh, I'm totally dressed up for Saturday. Which is crazy because yeah. we knew that people know that it's just a bot, uh, but talking to them like we are a, a human being, which in some case, you could, some ways you could argue that we, it was a human being talking to them, elicited such incredible, incredible response and engagement. And of course, also purchases and ROIs down the line. That's interesting. So it's the the tone of the conversation, which seems to yeah. support a lot of what I'm hearing around as well, is that, you know, um, engagement is the new black. So we have yeah. to not just like sell and talk about our app and our call to action, but we have to be engaging. And it's like really straightforward. It's just like, hey, are you ready to rock your Saturday? Doesn't yeah. say like buy my stuff, but it yeah. does sort of say like, hey, I'm interested. So how are you uh, looking? How are you dressing? And then maybe yeah. you seem to be like the the, the brand that, that cares and wants to style them. It, it makes perfect sense. So given that we are open to having a conversation with a bot, what would be maybe the rules of engagement? I mean, how personal can a bot get? How fun, how flippant? Maybe you have something to offer there as well? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you can get as personal and flippant as you want to. Uh, I would, yeah. And I think the one thing I would just keep in mind is you still have to sell. Sometimes it's easy to get carried away with the fun and banter. And uh, so, so, for instance, the campaign where we said, are you ready to rock your Saturday? People responded. And once you soften them up, it's also important to ask for the sale and say something like, oh, you're ready to rock your Saturday? Here's product A that could help you do exactly that. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, and again, uh, it's not an exact science. It's very much an, uh, more of an art than a science. But I think being able to sell strategically is very, very critical when you're engaging customers at scale in that manner. Yeah. And, you know, and you're priming them. And, uh, yeah. and, you know, to your point, it's really interesting that they, that they respond uh, to the bot. I mean, I have to 
I have to also think sometimes when I'm on sort of support line and, and tech and I'm thinking, you know, hi, my name is so-and-so. And I'm like, oh yeah, hi, great, thank you. And I wonder afterwards, you know, I wish them a good day and I'm wondering if someone is laughing in the background yeah. thinking, oh, she just, you know, wish this bot, you know, have a great weekend. Yeah. Um, but you get, you get into the feeling that it is immediate. Facebook yeah. Messenger is immediate and that yeah. it's a relationship. So um, mm -hmm. I guess I'll just close, you know, we are in uh, 2019, uh, moving forward, and you've been there, done that, Shaman. What would be just as a closing, a top growth hacking tip to close with for our listeners? Yeah, uh, at, at the at a high level, focus on the most critical message. Uh, I think that becomes that that's something I've found becoming increasingly increasingly important. With short form videos, the most important message is critical. With mm -hmm. messenger ads, the most important message is critical. So prioritize your most important message, I would say. Yeah, so we're back to keep it simple, but it's a different level because keep it simple the first time around was just, you know, don't overwhelm people with the with the tech, right? So we've mm -hmm. gotten past putting the tech in the front. We are definitely around the call to action first. And now it's like, probably don't give a choice. You know, maybe yeah. maybe yeah. too much choice is not, we, we used to think maybe choice was a great thing. Now choice is like, it takes up too many seconds. Um, yeah. Then don't just zero in on the one thing um, and experiment with that one thing because it's basically you're going to make a suggestion, you know, rock your Saturday with this one thing and see if that works, if that doesn't do another. So yeah. it makes a lot of sense. Be very clear, straight to the point. And if our listeners likewise want to catch up with you, maybe um, ask a few questions, get a few tips, understand how they need to keep it simple, how they can actually engage with Rocketship. How would they stay in touch with you? Yeah, uh, so they can go over to rocketshiphq.com and uh, they can reach out to me through our form there and they can check out howthingsgrow.co or find us wherever they get their podcast fixed. Absolutely. And you're, you're available on what on what channels as well, Shamant? Are you everywhere we are? Or, um, I guess there... so. Everywhere on the internet. Uh, LinkedIn, Shamant Rao. Got it. And yeah, that's mm -hmm. the best place to find me. Okay. So we can uh, catch up with you there and also on your podcast. Maybe I'll be a guest on yours. You'll definitely be a guest on yeah. mine again. That's for sure. Thank you. Absolutely. And if you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, you can email me, Peggy at mobilegroove.com. Mobile Groove is also where you can find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And of course, you can also check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm, where you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So friends, until next time, remember every minute is mobile. Let's make every minute count. We'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com.